So I, I would have bought myself a great big army and I would have <laughs> taken over everything. Okay, guys, we're back. I'm here with Oliver. My name is John. We are on chapter 14 of the book of Genesis. A quick overview of Genesis 14 is wars and Lot gets captured. All right, man. That's awesome. Looking forward to the reading. Um, if anybody, if you guys like our, like our stuff, you uh, feel welcome to uh, like it, subscribe, comment. I love it all. I'll take whatever we can get. All right, here goes. We got. Okay, uh, let me, uh, oh, yeah, 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 we got to. Do, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is the second <laughs> time in a row I've done this. Yeah, you're excited to get in it. Oh I man, I'm excited too. So, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your word, and Lord, we just pray that you give us more, more and more revelation, and those that view it, give them more revelation of uh, the Book of Genesis. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. So. The Battle of the Kings. It sounds like something right out of Lord of the Rings. Anyways. Um, exactly. Chapter 14. And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, and Eric, king of Elisar, and Chedorlaomer, king of Elam, and title king of nations. What does that mean, the title king? Oh, he's like the king over all the kings? Uh, he just had, I don't know why they weren't really specific, but they just said of, of nations. So um, maybe he was uh, in charge of more Everybody. than just one area. Okay. But no, he was not, what's interesting when we read, read on, he, he's not the head honcho here. He's not? Oh. He's not, no. Okay. That these made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha king of Gomorrah, Shinob, king of Admah, and Shember, king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zor. All these were joined together in the Vale of Sidim, which is the Salt Sea. Twelve years they served Chedorlamor. Chet, in the thirteenth year they rebelled. So what was so bad about him that they had they felt the uh, they felt the need to rebel? Um, like why why would they rebel against this man? He's been in power for thirteen years now. Um, what was was there any reason? Was it like a land? Was it um, religious? Was it you know politics? Um. When I was doing some research, it seemed to me that he was a very evil man. He was just doing things out of the ordinary, like just conquering areas on just land and just taking out, um, just taking people out, you know, oh. for really like no reason. And, and uh, from my understanding, he was just trying to increase probably the size, uh, the size of his land. So... For the first 12 years, though, it says for the first 12 years, all these other kingdoms served them. Mm -hmm. And then the 13th year, when you read on, you will see that there was five kingdoms that said, we don't agree with you and we're going to go battle uh, against you. We're going to fight you. I'm just I'm reading this and I'm thinking to myself, like, you got to be pretty bad when the 
the guys in charge of Sodom and Gomorrah coming after you. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. And what's interesting is this is the only time, from my understanding, the only time that we actually hear of this this uh, king, Chidora Lamir. Um, and so, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like you just mentioned, Sodom and Gomorrah, the 13th year, and three other kingdoms are like, th this guy is pretty extreme. Even though Sodom and Gomorrah, when we read in chapter 13, it says that they were very wicked. Yeah. So, oh, man. I just yeah. keep going backwards. You take it's like you take ten <laughs> steps forward and twenty steps backwards or something. And in the fourteenth year came Shadar Lamor and the kings that were with him, the and smote the Raf the Rephames in Astaroth, Karnim and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Emims in Shaveh Kiriathame, and the Horites in the in their Mount Seir unto El Paran, which is by the wild wilderness. Well, the wilderness, what was that considered then? The wilderness, is that like the desert or is that like uh... Yeah, I would say, yeah, exactly. I would say the desert, it would be really interesting to kind of look at a map, but as you can see is with this specific king, he was a conqueror. Mm -hmm. he, he just wanted to fight. He just wanted to battle and take out innocent people. And so he just started taking this area out, then going over here, attacking here, conquering it. Then, hey, I'm going to attack this place, conquering it. So um, he, was, well, uh, he was pretty brutal. Well, I know if I was a king and I had an uprising, I would obviously have to put that down, but then I would also have to make some examples. So, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And they returned and came to Amishpat which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites and also the Amorites that dwelt in Hazin Tamar. So he, he's doing a lot of, they're, they're, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of these tribes, I guess you would say, they're getting wiped out essentially. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they, yeah. And there went out the king of Sodom and the king of Gomorrah and the king of Adma and the king of Zeboim. And the king of Bela, the same is Zor. And they joined battle with them in the val in the vale of Sidim, with Chedorlaomer, the king of Elam, and with Tidal, king of nations, and Amaphrael, king of Shinar, and Eric, king of Elessar, four kings with five. And the vale of Sidim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom. And Gomorrah fled and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountain, and they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their victuals and went their way. So they basically, so this Sodom, so so they just was that maybe like we hear like how like Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, right? Fire, you know, like. Maybe that was just like a way somebody explained it. Maybe these, maybe this guy was saw. You know, you know, people say God uh, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, but maybe they're like saying it and like this guy was the reason Sodom and Gomorrah was completely destroyed. I don't know. 
No, no, because um, no, this is way, way before that even happened. Oh, and okay. um, when you read on, you will see that Sodom and Gomorrah were reestablished. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so here's interesting. There's a total of nine kingdoms. Okay. So, <clears throat> then they split up. So four, so four, including uh, Chador Lamir, went their way, and then there was five, which was Sodom and was um, Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboyan, and Bella. So, and they still lost. They had one more kingdom, but they still lost to this uh, dictator. Um, so, when they said they uh, was full of slime pits, are they just talking about swamp? They just found some marshland. Yeah, and I think it maybe there was like some volcanic stuff going on there. Oh, okay, that you know, that, okay, that'd be cool to find out. Just yeah, what was happening with the earth at that time? But, yeah, uh, all right. Uh, Lot's capture and rescue, and they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods and departed. Oh, so um, wow, and he doesn't get so along with Abram at yeah. all. Like, yeah, so close. remember, remember in verse. Chapter 13, it says, Abraham and Lot had a disagreement. They were getting upset. Their herdsmen were getting upset because it was too crowded. So Abraham said, hey, pick your land and I'll, and I'll go my way. So Lot moved really close um, to Sodom. Okay. And by him doing that, he was somewhat in the middle of the battle and they're like, they're like, hey, we're just going to capture this person with everybody else. Okay. All right. So. That makes sense. And there came one that had escaped and told Abram, the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre, the Amorite brother of Eshkol and brother of Aner. And these were confederate with Abram. Okay. So they went and talked to Abram about what just happened. About yeah, this. it's interesting. This is the first time. Um, this is the first time that they actually refer Abram as a Hebrew. Oh. And yeah, I'm gonna read like a small. Uh, it's like two sentences. David Guzik did a really good explanation on why they said he was a Hebrew because you know he wasn't a Canaanite. He came into their land and they allowed him to, you know, hey, take this land. But this is the first uh, <clears throat> use of the term Hebrew. It means passed over in the Bible. It was probably a reference to the fact that Abram came from beyond the Euphrates River and had passed over the river to Canaan. So that's why um, they called him a Hebrew because they're not going to go to him and be like, hi, hello, Abram, you Canaanite, because he wasn't. Um, he was someone from a different country, you could say, different land. Mm -hmm. So, 
All right. But so, but what was Abram? I, I might have missed this or forgot, but like, what was he to begin with? Like, what, what he would have been? He would have been the first Jew, the very first, like the very it. first. Yes. Okay. Wow. All right. And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his trained servants, born in his own house, three hundred and eighteen and pursued them unto Dan. So his servants, they were slaves, weren't they? Were they slaves? No. They were born unto his house? No? No. No, they, okay. they weren't slaves. They made a decision to work Serve. for him. Okay. To help him with his herd. The more, the more land he got, the more sheep he got the more goats the more he had to hire in people and what's really fascinating 318 of these individuals were trained for battle to protect his land to protect him and his family from um from just people that didn't want anything to do with him or wanted to to fight him it's basically you could say <clears throat> like he had bodyguards okay yeah and he paid he paid them yeah you know and trained well. and fed them okay so. and he divided himself against them he and his servants by night and smote them and pursued them unto hoba so what did he do he just broke his his army up and did two two groups is that what they're saying because it says here it says yeah and he divided himself so he had to break his army into like two groups of like 150 some odd people and then to track down this his opponent uh this other king basically yeah or he knew exactly the direction that he was going because uh someone said hey they're going in this direction so it was at night so i'm assuming um these kings and their army they were at a camp camp you know yeah. probably resting and probably that they conquered the world you know yeah well i imagine they licking their wounds drinking partying it up yeah i can imagine catch them unaware yeah this was very strategic yeah for abram and the more we read i believe his strategy came from god himself of what to do okay which is on the left hand of damascus and he brought back all the goods and also brought again his brother lot and his goods and the woman also and the people and the king of sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of shader lomar and of the kings that were with him at the valley of the Shabai, which is the king's dale. So he's gone out there. I mean, they are a weakened army, but that's okay. I mean, wh where? why do you think God came to him with this plan? Like, this does sound like a plan like a man could come up with. Like, let's wait till they're good and drunk. Let's, then once they're good and drunk from their victory, they're going to be moving slow anyways, because they got to carry all this gold and stuff that they stole. And then we'll swoop in at nighttime and, and get them. Like, that, but you feel like God gave them this plan? Yeah, I, I, 
Yes, and here's why. <clears throat> One, it's four kingdoms. These are kingdoms that are conquering and taking over people. So tells me that they are full-on military, that there is a lot more than 318 people that they have. Abraham only had 318 people. Yeah. And for him to defeat four kingdoms, to me, that that's that was that meant that God was with him. And the more you read on, he gives glory to God. Yeah. But I mean his victory. I watch a lot of UFC and stuff and and I mean, honestly, at the end of the fights, everybody goes, oh, God, you know, glory to God for giving me the strength to win this fight. But it could have just as easily been the other guy that won the fight and he'd be doing the same thing. Um, that's I guess that's my issue. And then also, do you think um, Abram would have got involved had they have not? If they have said, say, let's just say that that King Chedlermore um, did not go after Lot, left him alone, and just continued going back to his kingdom, do you do you really think that Abram would have gone after him? No. So it was it, it was completely the reason he went after him was because because of his, um, I guess he calls him his brother. His nephew. His, his nephew. nephew. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why, that's why, it, to me, it was Abram's mistake from the beginning for bringing his nephew when he was told to leave his family behind and 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 basically just take his uh um those that, that are you know his his servants and then his wife but he decided to take a family member with him so yeah i because it specifically says that he was approached and was told that his nephew was taken. So right there, Abraham said, hey, I'm going to get involved. Because one of my family members is actually captive. Right. But, like, part of me thinks, like, I know, like, if I was someone in this situation. And I'm, I'm just, okay. So you know that there are these battles going on, okay, right now, close to you. And you have all these kings and they're weakening themselves because they're fighting and they're losing men. And they're they're and now now you find out like they're heading back to their kingdom, but you know, like you know they're weak because their men are, are sore, they're tired, they've been fighting for months, maybe a years, I don't know. And they just want to go home. If I was somebody who wanted to take advantage of that situation, I would I would want to have a well, I'd make sure I'd have a reason. So Lot is my reason to go after these people, right? Kill them all and take everything for myself. Like that's that there's potential for that, right? Like that's that would be the easiest way or the best way probably to, to get all that stuff. Um that's just I'm just looking at it from a worldly perspective, right? So um that's yeah, like the more that we, yeah, the more the more that we read um, about Abraham, the more that we actually see him not as a one a violent person or okay. someone that would want to just get into a battle just to get an additional calf. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. or an additional sheep, you okay. know? Um, yeah, but, but I, but I hear what you're saying, but I, I don't see that here because if it wasn't a, if lot was not involved mm-hmm. from just reading this, um, I take it the literal way saying, Hey, the reason why he went in, in there is because to, um, capture his nephew. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, so I'm going to read on for the next one. Um, Melchizedek blesses Abram and Melchizedek king of Salem so Salem did they not just lose their king now they got a new king just like that it looks like um brought forth Um, no because I don't see it are you talking about those nine kingdoms there was not um a kingdom named Salem oh okay but this guy is the king of Salem Okay, so Salem stayed out of it then. Yes. All right, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. What? Now, were they uh, worshippers of God, or were they worshippers of, um, um, you know, like uh, the bulls or the statues and stuff? Here's what's fat, really fascinating. Melchizedek, we're like, where did he even come from? Mm-hmm. If you read in, in the book of Hebrews, it actually talks a little bit about him. We don't know his genealogy, but okay. we knew that he was uh, a king and also a priest. So he believed in the same God as Abraham did. Okay. So they were on the same, at least they were on the same wavelength. Yeah. And what's really fascinating is that his name means king of righteousness. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And he blessed him and said, blessed be Abraham of the most high God, possessor of heaven and earth. Okay. So he is talking about, uh, God, God Almighty, right? Yeah, th- this whole thing is is fascinating because the more the more I read about and the more that I wanted to learn about Melchizedek was I went to Hebrews and it talked about hey we don't know the genealogy, we don't really know you know who his father was, who his brothers were, um, but what we did know is that he was a priest and a king. We also know that. Um, I got this on a blue letter Bible from David Guzik. So I want to give him credit. Um, It also mentioned that God forbid kings to be priests and priests to be kings, but made an exception for Melchizedek. Oh, for just Mel. Mel gets a pass. I and I don't know. And what's really interesting, it says King of right. Salem was the or- so King of Salem was the original Jerusalem. Okay. So oh, he wow. was ruling. So Melchizedek was ruling uh, over Jerusalem at that time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. And the king of Sodom said, 
unto Abraham, Give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. Uh, so is he saying, give me the, he says, give me the persons and take the goods to thyself. Is he saying, give me the person's names that were like, you know, are, did the best or like, you know, like, what, what is he talking about there? Um, give me uh, the persons. So, he's, so yeah. Sodom is saying, um, give me the people that mm -hmm. were captured by. Oh, the by uh Chidor Lemire. okay and uh, and you can keep everything else you can keep all the the herd you can keep all the gold all the silver so all the possessions but this is a this is a barter like uh what do you think he was going to do with these people do you think he was going to turn them into slaves do you think he was going to kill them or do you no, think these, he was looking to these were the people that that were taken from Sodom. Oh, okay. So they're not like enemy captured soldiers. No, okay. no. I'm you know, I'm I'm trying to look at it from all the different angles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lift up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth that I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet and that I will not take anything that is thine lest thou shouldest say I have made Abram rich save only that which the young men have eaten and the portion of the men which went with me Aner, Eshel and Mamre let them take their portion so he's basically saying, I, I did this because it was the righteous thing to do. I don't want anything for it. I mean, feed, you got to feed my men. Some of his men are probably going to need a little bit of something, but all in all, I don't want anything for myself. Yeah, he gave all glory to God. He said, God was the one that made me victorious over those, those kingdoms. Um, his mindset was, if I allowed this guy to give me stuff, there could be a rumor saying, hey, I was blessed because of Sodom. He wanted okay. all the glory to be given to to uh, to God. Okay. And so, but that was his standard, and he didn't push that standard on um, the people that were with him. So that's why he said, if they want something, then you need to ask them what they want. So I thought that was really humbling, you know. It's we all have different standards, um, but if you want to live your life like this, that that's between you and and mm -hmm. the Lord. This is how I'm going to live my life. So I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty cool. I I think it's 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 really cool. Yeah, um, I'm shocked that like I really thought that when Lot and Abram broke up, kind of you know, I thought it, he was like get the like go i could never want to see you again i figured like maybe the relationship was over at that point but no even though he was probably still angry with lot he still was able to i suppose you know put put his anger aside and go to help his 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 nephew or his brother is what it says in here but uh, um, but i get what he's saying that's uh that's pretty cool you know to yeah 
you know, I know I've been wronged by people and I've probably wronged people. And there's been so many times, so many times where like, I've been really like pissed off at somebody in particular. And then they, for them, and they did something to me and I'm like, I just don't want to help them. Right. They'll be in need. And, um, and I'm like, I'm biting my tongue. Like, I just, I just want to say like, nope, you're on your own. And I have done that where I've been like, nah, screw you. But then there's been times when I have, I was just like, no, I'll be the big, the bigger man and I'll yeah. help them out. Even though yeah. it's a little bit begrudgingly, but I'm human, you know? Exactly. I, I know. I know. And, and that's when they split off, that was probably Abram being really smart and saying, I don't want to just burn this relationship because he's family. And he even said, Hey, we're family. Let's, let's, uh, separate and yeah he took risks um he put um his own people at risk you know especially battling a war yeah it'll be interesting to see how many people came back out of the 318 but it doesn't mention that here um so do you think uh when lot obviously he came back you know he, he gave do you think he got all his stuff back do you think yeah he did okay so abram he was still able to get everything back he doesn't have to start from nowhere and yeah because it says that all it says um so he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother lot and his goods okay now did abram ever think to become like a king because like i mean he just killed you know several kings possibly right took out their armies it means that's obviously he's at this is the point where like like if i just did what he did i'd be like you're bowing down to me now that's what i would have said to that malachi guy i would have been like i'm in charge that's it like that's how i would be i know yeah. i would Right, I just wiped out five armies. My ego is gonna be up to here. Um, I, you know, my, uh, I'm just gonna be like, I'm in charge now. Like I know, but I know God's involved, right? Like I, I'm talking from my worldly. Yes, yeah. and it shows. It shows humility. Abram had had so much humility. He could have had pride creeping in and said, "Look what I did! Wow, I just took out four kingdoms." You know, with only 318 people. Wow. Now Sodom is coming to me and saying, oh, great, a Abram, you can have more wealth. So it's really fascinating. This 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 should really teach a lot of people about humility and saying, wow, God definitely was with us because I had 318 people and we brought everything back and we brought uh, people that were captured. Um, so I, I would have bought myself a great big army and I would have taken over everything and everybody would have been bowing down to me. And I'd have been sitting there getting fatter and fatter while the women, the beautiful women were giving me grapes and they had the palm leaves. 
I would have just been. That's why I can't be. I can't. I can't have power like that. I just can't. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm sorry, guys, but you gotta have fun a little bit, you know. Just a little bit. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's like we learn so much. We learn. We can learn so much from this, um, and we never hear from. From my understanding, we never hear from this king ever again. Oh, from Melchi. No, no, from yeah, Mal. So Mal Melchizedek, we hear about him uh, in the New Testament. Oh wow! So, okay. Yeah, so we briefly hear about him, and that king that was horrible, Chedolamir. And the three other kingdoms that were with him. So this specific kingdom, we don't even hear about them ever again from, mm -hmm. from what I've read. Right. So, Do you think, though, let's just pretend, hypothetical. <laughs> uh, if, if, if Abram had have been like, I'm king, I'm boss, imagine like you wouldn't have had Sodom and Gomorrah. Those wicked people, they'd be gone. Because he wouldn't put up with that, right? But, you know, like, I'm thinking, like, I wonder if he was king and now he has all these riches and he can buy a great big army and he can control the land and everything. He can, maybe there would ever would have been a Sodom and Gomorrah that was wicked after, you know, he become, becomes popular and powerful. What do you think? Like, he, he could have been the Sodom and Gomorrah if, if pride would have taken over. That's true. Yeah. So scripture says pride before the fall. So God yeah. would have gently humbled him as a warning. Um, and if he wouldn't have taken that seriously, then Something yeah, his else. kingdom his kingdom would have fallen as well. So right. yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, I'm just you know, just having some no, fun with I, it. yeah, I, yeah, because it's like you said, a lot of people with with this would have done, would have given glory to themselves, and would have taken all the possessions, and more than likely would have been best friends with Sodom. Mm. I probably would have. I'm just saying, like back, yeah. like I'm thinking of myself as a younger man, as like, uh, yeah, you know. I think I probably could have gone down that road. I know that I have an ego that I have to, I know that I have thoughts that, you know, come up. Hence the reason I'm trying, you know, I'm doing this and trying to learn about it and it has been helping, but um, yeah. All right. I'm glad we did this today. That's yeah. awesome, man. Um, you want to finish this with a prayer yeah. or anything? Chapter 14, guys, Lot gets captured. Abraham rescues him. Does that mean that Lot stays out of trouble? Or dot dot dot. <laughs> I was waiting for a prayer, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time and uh we just thank you for your word and we just pray for uh, protection over us and over our families and perfect health. And we pray for our blessings for those that watch this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 
Amen. Oh, and I was supposed to ask for, you know, hey guys, any subscribe, if anybody wants to support us, uh, like, subscribe, comment, a thumbs up. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Anyways, I hope everybody has a wonderful day. <laughs> or God night. bless you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>